I'm Lonnie Hirsch, co-founder of Healthcare Success Strategies, and our guest today is Lisa Ryan, Executive Director of National Advertising for Kaiser Permanente. Lisa, thanks for being with us today. Thanks very much for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Great. Uh, well, my first question is, I guess, a statement followed by a question. So look, bear with me for a moment. Uh, uh, you know, Kaiser Permanente's business and operating, operating model has been pointed to by many as a model for the future of healthcare delivery in organizations uh, across the U.S., including particularly accountable care organizations. So given the polarized views on Obamacare and concerns by many about perceived limitations of an HMO model, what do you see as the biggest misconception about Kaiser from non-members, and to what extent does Kaiser use its advertising strategy to counter any negative perceptions or misconceptions uh, so that you are able to attract new members? I think one of the the greater um, mythologies that sits in the managed care space, and, and we like to think of ourselves as a managed care organization, or back in the day in HMO, uh, is that um, essentially this model restricts the way you can receive care and the um, network of providers, care providers, physicians who are available to you. And we put a great deal of, of investment and energy into our campaign to talk about the um, you know, and dispel the mythology around that notion of very restricted choice. Because actually in a number of our markets, Lonnie, we have a vaster network of doctors that are primary physicians and specialists that are available for one's access um, to choose from than people realize. And what we like to emphasize is that in that choice, you're getting a, a really dedicated team of physicians, you're getting highly skilled physicians because, of course, over the years we've seen through our recruitment efforts that we attract a really high caliber of new grads into our program and seasoned doctors who, you know, feel at some point in time that they'd like to just devote their energy completely to their practice and not have to concentrate on the business aspects of being a physician um, in today's environment. So. We, we emphasize the caliber, we emphasize the vastness of the choice, and then we talk a whole lot about what really goes on um, inside the walls of a Kaiser Permanente facility because our doctors are terrifically talented, and there are a lot of talented doctors out there, whether they be of the HMO or the PPO variety, but um, what we like to believe is that um, with Kaiser Permanente, there's this element of coordination that's like no other. So there's a care team, an entire care team that's dedicated to the member and enabled through a um, lot of high-level health technology. We're really advanced in that area through our Health Connect system. So we know everything about a member um, through uh, electronic medical records, the difference between what's set out there in the open market now because everyone is touting their uh, EMR capabilities, the difference between what exists in many places today and what we have is that ours is completely connected across the entire network from the pharmacist to the specialist to the tech lab technician to the primary physician, et cetera, so that everybody has a vast view into a member's history 
um, and then can treat accordingly. In addition, there are a lot of um, protocols and practices that go on um, within the clinical environment as well as within our research locations um, throughout the organization that also feed um, consistent data and information sharing into that same network so the doctors are enabled in that capacity as well. And so that's, that's what we really like to frame up is the distinction between managed care and what happens in a um, you know, paid-for-service um, environment, um, which, which is vastly different from what we offer today. So a lot of our current advertising talks a bit about the choice aspect. We have a campaign out now that um, touts care delivery um, in terms of our quality, really emphasizing kind of the caliber of our physicians. We were more or less putting a face to the physician with this year's campaign. And then talks quite a bit about choice as well, and there, in that lies that notion of you actually get to choose your physician. You can choose the kind of physician that works best for you because there is a big network um, with a spectrum of, of doctors and experts who can um, very personally manage your care. And you can change at any point in time if there's a reason that you want to change. So um, we've, we've put a whole lot of energy into trying to get that message out there today because we want to counter that um, misperception that choice and, and HMO um, are, you know, don't exist within the same sentence. You know, that's a really interesting and uh, significant objective that, that you put on the advertising in terms of dispelling those myths. Uh, I, I know that Kaiser does TV, radio, print, a lot of the traditional media. Um, when you're going through that kind of a campaign, like uh, I imagine that um, uh, many of our listeners uh, are familiar with Kaiser's Thrive campaign, uh, and I, I thought maybe we could use that as an example in terms of uh, what was the inspiration for the Thrive campaign and how does Kaiser use its messaging uh, in its Thrive campaign to communicate your strengths. Is that where you uh, are referring to the uh, uh, care process, or is that a separate campaign that you were referring to? Yeah, no, it all um, exists within Thrive, and, and Thrive is now in its 10th year. Um, we certainly have evolved the messaging focus over time. In fact, I gave a, a presentation yesterday that showed a continuum from 2004 to present day, and it was fun to walk through that entire history of where we were and where we are today. Um, back then, we separated the idea of health care um, from health. And what we'd like to believe is that we're an organization of health. And in the, back in the early days when Sidney Garfield and Henry Kaiser founded Kaiser Permanente, you know, he deemed it, uh, Dr. Garfield deemed it um, a place of health and a place um, of prevention and a, um, and kind of taking a very proactive role in health rather than an organization of curing and, and purely recovery from illness. So while we certainly have great capabilities in dealing with chronic and serious illness, we like to think that when it comes to prevention, that's really our cornerstone. And we, we say it's almost like preemptive health treatment. We want to help people get in front of um, disease, get in front of what's possibly could come down the road, and um, combat it with our, um, with our partnership, combat it and fight it and, and stay in a place of, of healthiness. So um, that's kind of always been our legacy, and that is what we've brought forward in the campaign. So when you talk about our campaign, we really are positioned and grounded in 
this idea of being a health advocate, so working in partnership with our members. That's been um, true since the beginning as well, the way we manage our relationships, the way we create a model that basically puts the, the, the um, patient at the center at all times. Surrounded by a care team is, is very central to the campaign. It always has been. We talk about total health and um, use it in the context of mind, body, and spirit, but it's total health in the way that we treat because we treat the, to the whole body. We treat the whole um, head-to-toe um, uh, member, and that's, again, through that coordination of an entire team that's devoted. So those things have stayed very true since the beginning of campaign, and we still talk in that voice today. Um, this year's message platform is focused on care delivery. We're continuing to talk about our care story. Um, as I said before, really focusing this year on physician. It's about choice because we do want to emphasize the notion of picking a physician. But more importantly, with that choice idea, we kind of want to see this notion that at Kaiser Permanente you can um, choose to have care the way you want it. We're going to meet the member where they are um, so they can access and take part in their health management by um, coming into facility, but also by um, contact through um, the digital space, emailing doctors. That's hugely um, growing within our organization by phone, you know, we by mobile apps. We have all sorts of ways for people to engage in their health alongside us. So care the way you want it. And then the third dimension, and what I'd like to say is really the overarching, is that of total health. So when you go out and you see our campaign, whether it be in our television commercials or in billboards, and we do a whole lot of outdoor advertising in, in Los Angeles, um, metro area, you really get that sense of who we are. The brand expression is very powerful. It should always take you back to the ideas around health advocacy, that what we try to convey is that we are a partner in health, that we celebrate people's living and, and no matter what stage of health they're in, we want people to live the best they can, mind, body, spirit. So if our work is leaving that impression, then it's successful. And I think our commercials really capture it beautifully, too, with, with the voice that we have. We have such equity um, in what we've been able to accomplish um, across the radio waves in, again, delivering messages that are around total health and the ideas of um, being a health advocate or a health partner, kind of a health coach, if you will. Please voice, go ahead. The voice you were referring to, are you talking about Allison Janney? Does yeah, Allison Janney's been with us since the beginning. Um, and is the voice of both our television and radio commercials. Because, yeah, that's, that's got a strong recognition factor. Uh, so I can see, you know, the continuity there. And as you were speaking earlier about the uh, uh, issue of communicating choice uh, uh, within the framework of Kaiser, I recall uh, seeing a TV spot uh, that referred to choosing the doctor that's right for you. And I, I seem to even remember that uh, at the end, uh, you know, the spot was inviting the viewer to find your perfect match, which I thought was really kind of interesting because that's, uh, you know, uh, kind of borrowing from a uh, uh, almost like a, uh, you know, eHarmony or dating site kind of <laughs> right. concept, but at least but applying it to a relationship with a, with a physician. So um, how do you measure whether any particular kind of approach to the message uh, might resonate more than others so that, you know, it informs the way you 
continue to evolve your campaign? Sure. We do a lot of insight work. So um, this year in particular, we did a lot of work around uh, what drives the choice um, of a care provider, what kind of emotional drivers um, move people to act um, in selecting one provider over another. Uh, and then, of course, once we have tapped into some intelligence there, we build our message platform based on what we've discovered uh, and then start to do work our way into concepts. And then we do the normal type of testing that happens in that space, which is uh, quite a bit of concept testing in advance of campaign. And then as we're getting closer to going live, we go back into market and do um, rough cut or, or red flag uh, testing to make sure that we're on target, and then we and then we move into market. And on the back end, we do quite a bit of ad effectiveness research, as well as um, we use a tool twice a year called the Brand Strength Monitor, and that tool has been instrumental in helping us gauge the movement that we've made across a number of attribute scores, uh, be it everything from quality of of physician um, and care to um, interest in the community, innovation, uh, willingness, um, uh, you know, to be a partner in health, um, proactive, et cetera. We have several dimensions on the attribute range. And then also attitudinally, in the same brand strength monitor testing, we look at people's movement and their opinion of us, um, as well as their willingness to choose us or to advocate on our behalf. And so we use those tools on an ongoing basis to help us adjust the volume on what we're bringing forward or not uh, in the marketplace, and that's been enormously helpful. Um, this year with our emphasis on choice, what I think we've realized is that just that word, for, it's almost like a piece of artwork. It means a lot of different things to people. Um, so it's a very personal word, but it's a very positive and very empowering word. So everywhere we've been able to use it, we find that we get enormous um, consumer, positive consumer reaction. So I think we've tapped into something there, and it kind of, I think, is bigger than just us. It's sort of the, the sign of the times. You know, people want to feel like they're in control. They want to and, and do believe that they can make choices and are empowered to do so. And in the healthcare space, that's a tough thing to sell uh, because, you know, in general, that it, it's, it does feel daunting to some and um, that it isn't a place that we can control, whether it be our own health or just the system of health. And so um, if we can start to kind of see that notion that we, we make it as simple as we can, we make it easy to work towards being healthy because of the nature of how we're built and how we um, support the needs of the member, then, you know, mission accomplished for us. So um, all of that kind of testing has kind of helped to get us to where we, we are today. And hopefully we're on the right tra trajectory because we seem to always see a nice elevation over time um, in our brand scores and in the effectiveness of our uh, ad campaign out in the market. Uh, you know, I just want to switch gears to another aspect of perception as it might relate to Kaiser, uh, because I, I know that Kaiser Permanente consistently achieves high scores for patient satisfaction. In fact, I know Kaiser has been ranked by J.D. Power & Associates as having the health plans with the highest satisfaction ratings in 
or the geographic regions that you're uh, you're uh, located in around the country. And I think that might come as a surprise to many non-members. So I was wondering how does Kaiser use or or perhaps plan to use uh, advertising to promote the the high satisfaction rankings uh, to both uh, non-members and members? Last year we um, actually did a campaign where we emphasized the J.D. Power uh, um recognition uh, at, at the end of the, the commercial, and we've done uh, a, quite a bit of work with online display and out-of-home display and even in our radio spots to, again, promote that accolade uh, to the market because it is um, always delightfully surprising to people that we score so well with our members. We have really terrific um, member satisfaction scores we have for a very long time and our attrition rates tend to be rather low because people are really satisfied with the care they get here. Once they build a relationship they just feel very committed to, um, to Kaiser Permanente. Sometimes people have to make a change. Their employer um, changes, They you know plans come and go but generally speaking um, we just find that there's a really um, high level of loyalty, and, and that's terrific. Um, so in last year's campaign, we touted J.D. Power. We also, for the first time, brought a care story to, um, to the commercial um, airwaves, and we hadn't done that before. We have a, a whole lot of patient care stories on our PR sites and on our other digital properties where we have testimonial from very happy members, and, and the stories run a range from, you know, you helped me to quit smoking after 45 years, and my doctor for the first time got me to go out and, and walk a mile a day, to, you know, I had, um, uh, you detected cancer in one of my routine visits, and, and, you know, thankfully I'm alive today because of the terrific treatment. So it really does run a range, and I don't think we're alone um, in that space of, sharing member stories. A, a lot of um, our competitors do the same thing. But this um, particular story that we brought forward last year um, really honed in on what happens in a, a coordinated system. And uh, one of our members had come in just for a routine um, allergy um, shot. And the, uh, she was rather friendly with the medical assistant who in, um, kept kind of pressuring her to um, get her mammogram that day because we, because of our EMR, you can see exactly you have great indicators of what people have and have not done for their preventive work. And she finally said, and, and the, the member resisted and resisted, and she said, "I'm booking it, and you're going upstairs in you know an hour." Well, her, the woman's name was Mary Gonzalez. She went upstairs. Sure enough, they detected um, uh, uh, presence, and she. Um, she did end up having breast cancer, and she went in for surgery. Within two weeks, she had a very radical um, and very aggressive form of cancer, and they were able to save her. And she was telling the story um, in the coordination from the time she went in to the time she got through recovery and over the years has just been really amazing to her. So um, that was the first time we ever took a, one of our stories and brought it live tried to emphasize the coordination, but tried to also convey that idea of what, what is it, what is that secret sauce that makes people so happy here once they become a member. Um, and we thought that that story did a terrific job of delivering on it. But, you know, we're not relying just on the advertising because 
um, what we realize is that there's so much power in the social space. There's so much authenticity and just raw energy out there that um, we, we've just begun this year to tap into the notion of member advocacy through the socials. And we're doing some programs where we um, actually have been able to gather, harness the, the terrific member stories and push them out into the social space and let other people see just what our members think. And, you know, we all kind of live by that um, sort of a, a measuring tool these days. I know I pick a um, a service, and I often look at what the scores are, <laughs> how many stars um, a service gets, whether I'm on Amazon or I'm on Yelp or I'm on um, a site that's helping me, you know, to find uh, a teacher or, um, you know, any other kind of service um, provider in a number of different industries. I, I rely on that tool. So, um, actually, it's, it's interesting to know that even in the um, healthcare industry, that's becoming more the norm. We're kind of conditioned that way now. And so using that social space for our member advocacy has been really powerful um, and terrific for us within the organization because we're able to just, um, in one fell soup, kind of capture an enormous amount of um, good stories and, and um, great feedback about the experience people are having here. So I would uh, assume that uh, in 2014, Kaiser is going to be doing even more in the social space? Yeah, we can only go up. You know, I think um, early on for so many um, industries, and I'd say in particular healthcare, it was, you know, daunting to go out um, into the socials um, and do more than just push out messaging. And now we've opened the doors and said this is a two-way um, interactive process, and we want to build the communities and have that kind of relationship with the with the market. And um, it's been it, it has been terrifically rewarding when we have a less than positive member, we can immediately triage it and make things right. So um, it's actually served us in a lot of good ways. Um, and I'm I'm excited because it we're just continuing down that path and probably doing more to link our campaign work with our site content and with our search activity and with our social media um, plans as well. So we're all, I say, I'm working in unison with the three S's. I don't do anything without my partners in those different channel disciplines um, because we now recognize owned, earned, and, and paid really um, all are driving to the same end goal. And so we, we've made a real concerted effort to work in an integrated fashion, and that's pretty exciting. Lisa, this has been great. Thanks very much for sharing your time and your insights with our audience today. Oh, sure. It was my pleasure. I enjoyed it, Lonnie. Well, we've been speaking today with Lisa Ryan, Executive Director of National Advertising for Kaiser Permanente.